Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Tuesday of the 13th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Genesis. As dawn was breaking, the angels urged Lot on, saying, On your way, take with you your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away in the punishment of Sodom. When he hesitated, the men, by the Lord's mercy, seized his hand and the hands of his wife and his two daughters and led them to safety outside the city. As soon as they had been brought outside, he was told, Flee for your life. Don't look back or stop anywhere on the plain. Get off to the hills at once or you will be swept away. Oh, no, my Lord, Lot replied. You have already thought enough of your servant to do me the great kindness of intervening to save my life. But I cannot flee to the hills to keep the disaster from overtaking me, and so I shall die. Look, this town ahead is near enough to escape to. It's only a small place. Let me flee there. It's a small place, is it not? That my life may be saved. Well then, he replied, I will also grant you the favor you now ask. I will not overthrow the town you speak of. Hurry, escape there. I cannot do anything until you arrive there. That is why the town is called Zoar. The sun was just rising over the earth as Lot arrived in Zoar. At the same time, the Lord rained down sulfurous fire upon Sodom and Gomorrah from the, from the Lord out of heaven. He overthrew those cities and the whole plain, together with the inhabitants of the cities and the produce of the soil. But Lot's wife looked back, and she was turned into a pillar of salt. Early the next morning, Abraham went to the place where he had stood in the Lord's presence. As he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and the whole region of the plain, he saw dense smoke over the land rising like fumes from a furnace. Thus it came to pass. When God destroyed the cities of the plain, he was mindful of Abraham by sending Lot away from the upheaval by which God overthrew the cities where Lot had been living. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, O Lord, your mercy is before my eyes. O Lord, your mercy is before my eyes. Search me, O Lord, and try me. Test my soul and my heart. For your mercy is before my eyes, and I walk in your truth. O Lord, your mercy is before my eyes. Gather not my soul with those of sinners, nor with men of blood my life. On their hands are crimes, and their right hands are full of bribes. O Lord, your mercy is before my eyes. But I walk in integrity. Redeem me, and have mercy on me. My foot stands on level ground. In the assemblies, I will bless the Lord. O Lord, your mercy is before my eyes. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus got into a boat, his disciples followed him. Suddenly a violent storm came came up on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by waves. But he was asleep. They came and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. He said to them, Why are you terrified, O you of little faith? Then he got up, rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was great calm. The men were amazed and said, What sort of man is this? whom even the winds and the sea obey. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It is widely accepted that mental anguish and stress have a direct and often profound impact on physical health. That's certainly been true in my own life. None of us like stressful situations, myself included, but I have generally been able to remain pretty calm and reasonable in the midst of such storms. That's a blessing, I suppose. But then, almost always, a few months after the winds have died down, my body has a delayed reaction. My back goes out, my psoriasis resurfaces. On one occasion, I contracted shingles. So I have some fear that when my current seemingly interminable spiritual trial comes to an end, something really bad is going to happen, like I'm going to get really sick. But after today's gospel, I've changed my mind. 
When a violent storm arises on the Sea of Galilee, Jesus sleeps through it. I mean, I know it's nice to hibernate on a rainy day, but this does seem to take it a bit too far, doesn't it? What do the apostles do? They scream and yell and frankly speak to Jesus like he works for them. I'm guessing now that they're in heaven, they're glad we didn't have cell phone cameras back then because the footage would be cringeworthy. But they get the result they desire. Jesus calms the storm. And while a bit humbled by the experience, there's no indication anyone got shingles. It occurs to me that there's a big difference between how I've handled stress in the past and my approach to my current situation. In days gone by, if a troubling situation arose, I put on my big boy pants, swallowed hard, and plowed through it until it was fixed. This time, though, I couldn't do that. The storm raged, and still rages, out of control, and I feel powerless to make it stop. So I do what any insane person would do, scream and yell at God, almost daily. He generally calms me down enough to make it through the day. I'm doing now what I should always should have always been doing, using my head and resources to do what I can, but realizing that in the end, the Lord is in control. And if you think he's sleeping, he's okay with you waking him up. Unlike me, he works pretty well on little sleep. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day. Have a happy holiday too. And say a prayer for me.